You're listening to Portfolio Builders, a WealthCap Holdings podcast about long-term wealth building and financial independence. Hey, everybody. Devin here, your host for the Portfolio Builders podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. We have my homie, Nick. Hey, Devin. Hey, Nick. Say hey to everybody <laughs> hey, out everybody. there. Uh, Nick is one of our latest investors, so we are going to do the, you know, ask the investor live shtick like we do occasionally on this podcast, just kind of talking about Nick's experience buying his first wealth cap house. So Nick, for everybody yeah. who's either watching live or listening to the podcast later, um, and they don't know who you are and what you do, give a little bit of your background and like how we know each other. Okay. Um, so I am a sales guy at Traffic and Funnels. I'm a specialist. I've been at the company since September 2019. And um, yeah, I met Devin through TNF about a year and two months ago. Best yeah. year and two months of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you, you sit right behind me. So we do spend quite a bit of, uh, quality time oh, yeah. talking to each other, uh, here in the office. So traffic and funnels is our, one of our other companies, our sister company, which is the first business that Chris and Taylor started. Um, mm -hmm. and that business like helps entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, agencies scale yep. and grow. So before you came to Traffic and Funnels, um, oh, man. like what was your professional experience like? I would hardly use the word professional. Okay. But um, <laughs> I, um, so I like went to business school. I graduated school in 2015, got a job selling copiers in Indianapolis, did that for like a year-ish. And then I like just had a quarter life crisis, if you will, and then moved to Thailand and lived in Thailand for three years, um, worked as a scuba diver. And I kind of like- You worked as a scuba diver? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Like that yeah. was your job? I was like a dive master. So I would like guide people around. Okay. Yeah. So I did that for a while. I was also a teacher over in Thailand. So okay. what I would do is I would teach for a semester and then go live south on an island and scuba dive for a couple months. Um, so I did that for like three years. While I was over there, I kind of got into like the internet marketing, digital marketing space, started an agency, if you will. Okay. Really just had a couple freelance, you know, clients that I would work with. And then I moved back to the States May 2019. My original mentor was actually a client of TNF. Okay. So I got introduced to TNF through him. And then like I just started consuming some of their lower ticket stuff, like bought a couple books, they had a sales mentor challenge, went through that. Josh Johnson, who probably most of these people know, also works at TNF. He was prospecting me to become a CK client. Okay. And I was like, dude, I, at the end of the sales challenge, I was like, like, I would rather ditch all my private clients and sell for traffic and funnels. Because that's what I liked the most about my company anyway. It was just the sales. I hated the fulfillment side of it. And then, yeah. Since September 2019, been here. Okay. So no real estate experience at all no, in any of that? No capacity at all. Had you ever thought or looked into buying a house of your own? Never looked into it. I mean, I had thoughts of it, right? Like I didn't understand real estate from an investment standpoint. Okay. Um, when I was in like high school, I had a buddy whose cousin would do like fix and flips. 
So he would literally pay us like 12 bucks an hour to like literally just demolish a house. Okay. So he could build it back up. But I wouldn't call that experience. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. A little little bit of hammer yeah. swinging. So I knew that was like an opportunity that you could buy houses, fix them up and flip them. But I had no idea how to do it or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. So Wealthcap was started like about a year and a half ago. Yeah. You were working for... Chris and Taylor's other company, Traffic and Funnels. Yeah. When did you start getting interested in what was going on at WealthCap? Was it in the beginning or? Um, yeah, I mean, I always knew like, I, I guess probably not from the beginning, but once I moved down here in December 2019 and saw like what was going on and realized that, oh, TNF is a really good income for me, mm -hmm. potential income, I'm making more money than I've ever made. I realized that like, okay, well, I can either spend this money and increase my monthly expenses to have a really nice life, or I could start saving it and put it in some more secure assets. Um, I've never really like been in to stock market or anything like that. Like I, I didn't really know where the best place to put it was, but it, this just seemed like the safest, but also a, a decent return based on the risk. So I would say probably when I started moving down, or when I did move down here, it was like, okay, well, this is this could be a reality actually investing in places. Gotcha. And then, I mean, when I seriously started considering it, Taylor did like some wealth training for the sales team. Mm -hmm. And I was giving him some details and he was like, dude, you should be looking at buying a house. I think that was probably in May last year. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what it was that he's the reasoning why he said you should be looking at buying a house? Was it because of how much money you were making? Yeah, or? it was just like, dude, you have too much cash. Put it somewhere. Okay. So it's like, I have more cash in my account than I've ever had right now, uh -huh. which isn't a lot compared to some people, but compared to scuba diver in Thailand for three years, yeah, you know, I'm doing all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was like, dude, that's just going to sit there and pretty much depreciate because of inflation. Right. So you might as well put it somewhere where it's going to grow. Gotcha. Yeah. Totally. I don't remember when we first started talking about getting you a house. That was... I think it was like June or July. Was it? You know, and yeah, and me and Josh were... Because a lot of you guys like... Talk about it. Yeah, talk like, I'm going to buy a bunch of houses, Devin. <clears throat> and... Uh, <laughs> You actually ponied up. Yeah. So I think it was probably this summer. And uh, let's talk about what that's been like for you. Because you've never bought a house. So right. the first step was figuring out. What's the best way to do it? What's the best way to do it? Yeah. How can we qualify for so, a loan? Yeah. So one, I was talking to Josh about potentially splitting them. Mm -hmm. Right. So we opened up an LLC. Things happen. We couldn't really do that together. We're going to buy houses in the future. So we have that set up. But it was like, I think the best way to do it was buy it through the LLC. Mm -hmm. um, do the credit check through me. So it got approved through my credit and our combined liquidity. And then it was like just the, the actual loan is going to be in the LLC's name. So it's not on my personal credit. Gotcha which is awesome. And how did you figure that out? From Devin. Yeah. 
she she helped us do all that. Yeah. We came to her and we were me and Josh were like, okay, well, maybe we could split some houses. What would be the best way to do that? You talked to some people. You told us the best way to do it, and now we're here. Yeah. We did everything you told us to do. <laughs> for the for the most part, um, it, it was extended. We didn't do it when you told us to do it, <laughs> but it got done eventually. Eventually. <laughs> okay. Uh, the reason that I asked that was um, just kind of to let the audience know, let people know. A lot of people that are, you know, clients of our other company, if they're entrepreneurs, if they're business owners, depending on how they file their taxes, some people like you, because you hadn't had the, the job at TF for more than two years, you didn't have the tax return income to do a conventional loan. Mm-hmm. I do often recommend, almost always recommend people for their first couple real estate investments, go for the conventional loan if you can, because it'll give you the lowest down payment and the lowest interest rate. However, if you've got cash that's losing money, which is the situation that you were in, like putting it to work as fast as possible makes more sense than waiting another year to qualify for maybe a loan with slightly better terms. Exactly. You know, because the returns... You're still getting a great return on your house. If you had done a different kind of loan, maybe you would have gotten, you know, two point higher return. Right. But by waiting a year, you're you still would have lost one exactly. percent due to the yeah. time value of money is like you might as well do it sooner than later. Also, I think the house that I'm getting is like twelve or fifteen percent cash on cash. Yeah. So it's like not getting that from a a business bank account at Wells Fargo. No, yeah. you're not. So, you're getting point zero three percent. A nickel, <laughs> a nickel every ten years. Um, so we started talking about what was the best way for you guys to, you know, to figure out how to get you guys qualified for a loan. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you wanted to do it together, that's a question I get from a lot of investors. Um, can I do this with a partner? How can I do this with a partner? And that was something that we talked about. Right. You know, a few different ways to do it. Get loans in one person's name or get loans in the name of the business, yeah. what the different financing looks like. Right. Um, and with you guys and your situation, what made the most sense was to finance everything in the LLC, take the debt in the LLC and do it that way. For sure. So once we got that figured out, uh, we picked a house. Yeah. And we started on the process. Yeah. And then it went kablooey. Did it go kablooey? The first one did. Yeah. Do you first... remember? What happened? I don't even remember, to be honest. <laughs> this is going to be the most interesting ask the investor. It's basically, <laughs> what <like> happened? <laughs> Devin is going to tell the audience what happened. <laughs> I, I, I really can't remember that first one. So on that one, uh, Oh, yeah, I remember. It got appraised too low, Mm -hmm. so the financing company wouldn't finance it. Yeah. That financing company has a restriction that the loan has to be a certain amount, which is common on a lot of... A lot of commercial loan products have restrictions of a certain amount of loan to value and or a certain minimum loan amount. The lender that you're using has a minimum loan amount. So think the first house we had picked out for you was it was a 
it was a low entry point. It was like 95K or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was 90 or 95. And then the appraisal came in a little bit under. Right. So in order to close that loan, your only option was to bring like an additional 6K to closing. Mm-hmm. Crunching the numbers, it just didn't, on, yeah. the, on that deal, it didn't make sense for you. Yeah. So... Uh, we canceled that contract. Another investor picked up that house right away. Mm-hmm. And then we immediately picked another house and just kind of started over. Yeah, we just did it again. Did you find any of that painful? Maybe not because you don't remember. Um, <laughs> I mean, at the time, like since I was going to split that house with Josh and he actually couldn't split it anymore, it it relieved me a little bit because I had a couple more months to stack some more cash because mm-hmm. I was just going to totally doing this one on my own. Like to me, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll wait a couple more months and I'll have more cash in my bank account. Have a bit more of a buffer when I do have to do the whole down payment by myself. Gotcha. So it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a big deal for me. It was kind of annoying, but we're closing on this one now. So yeah, so no like, big it's deal. It's all good. And th- I like, I think this one's, Better than the last one. It is. Yeah. So. Do you remember? Do you remember why you picked the houses that you picked? Um. Well, the first one we picked it because we like it. It was a good investment opportunity. the The down payment was lower because mm-hmm. it was a cheaper house. Yeah. Um. The equity after five years, the profit after five years was like 30K or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then we, that one was in KC. We had to have a foreign entity. So we paid for that foreign entity. And then after that fell through, we already had the foreign entity thing. And he gave me two options. One was in Birmingham Mm -hmm. and one was in St. Joe. Yeah. And this one that I'm buying in St. Joe, I was like, well, I might as well pick that one because we already did the paperwork. And you already had everything set up for yeah, it. In Missouri. Which totally makes sense. If you basically, you had already done the footwork. Right. Everything was set up. Um, a couple of investors that are, you know, working on deals right now, same thing. It's kind of like I went through all of this to set myself up. Right. To, you know, do it this way. So I'm going to just do a couple like that to save on expenses for legal accounting any of that stuff okay and it took what like a long time for the foreign entity thing to go through yeah that was that was that was like a long process that was a pain uh in okay so for people that are watching listening that have no idea what we're talking about the lender that nick is using has a requirement that if you're going to take the title in an LLC, that LLC needs to be formed in the state where the property is. Mm -hmm. If it's not, you have to have a foreign qualification in that state. Right. Normally, that's not much of a big deal. Like in a lot of states, you can do it online in 20 minutes. Right. It's really simple. However, due to... You know, somebody would... People would probably say COVID or whatever. Um... Missouri's like doing some of their filing online is backed up 10 to 12 weeks right now. Yeah. It's like a major, it's a major Which it thing. Actually would have ended up being okay because the first house fell through anyways. <laughs> it would have been fine. We but Devin helped me out. Yeah. We didn't God. we didn't know that at the time. So to kind of get around that 10 to 12 week delay, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I found somebody who would send a runner to the Secretary of State's office yeah. to do the filing that day so as not to delay anything. Um, just, you know, to let everybody know. Like, Devin goes above and beyond no. is what she's trying to let <laughs> <No>. you know. <laughs> for Only for me, though. I don't know. <laughs> no. uh, but there's like there's ways to get things done, even when when situations pop up with clients. Yeah. That's part of what we're here for. Right. Is to for sure. Have the solutions or figure out what they what they might be, um, you know, to kind of get around some of those what could be potential headaches for somebody like you. Yeah, who I would have had no idea what to do. No idea what to do. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that I'm able to like help you with that so that you can focus on what you do. Yeah. You know? And, <laughs> got time for that. <laughs> well, like even like any email that would come in that was like, hey, Nick, can you do this? I would just hit Devin up and be like, do I need to do anything? She'd be like, no, I got it. Or do I need to do anything? She'd be like, yeah, just get this. And she'd lay it out in like very simple terms so I don't have to decipher emails from financers and mm-hmm. the government and things like that. <laughs> I'm not an accountant or an attorney. I'm going to make that disclaimer right there. However, like, she can advise I can, on the situation. I can give some suggestions on, on yeah. what I would do. And a lot of the stuff that's coming from a lender, if you've not done a lot of commercial loans before, even uh, even individuals who maybe they've done a lot of traditional real estate transactions, if they've not worked with some of these types of lenders that are geared more towards investors, mm-hmm. it can look really foreign. Right. If they don't know if they don't know what they're looking at, um, and if you have no experience in both, <laughs> then, then you're kind you of definitely need help. Then you need help, and that's what we're yeah. and that's what we're here for. Yeah. So. Well, I'm glad that that part of the process was pretty easy for you. Um, it does help, I think, that I sit right behind you, so yeah, you were that's able easy. to. That makes but, it very nice. You know, all of our clients they they hit us up, they text, email, whatever. Yeah, um, I got to imagine you're responsive to everybody. Well, yeah, not just me. Not just you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I often tell people on um, on my consultation calls because I do them all via Zoom, so people yeah. can see me and they can see where I sit oh, yeah. in the office. I let them know that my my day to day life is very much like being the den mother oh, <laughs> in yeah. a frat house. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're just bouncing balls around, screaming. The it's, amount of times Devin has turned around and been like, hey, <laughs> to specifically like me, it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a fun environment. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been really fun to help you through this process. Yeah, it has been fun. Um, so we got everything figured out with the foreign qualification, all the back and forth. Devin, what does this piece of paper mean? What do I need to do? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, rehab got finished up. What did you think of the finished? I don't even think I looked at it. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you. <laughs> I don't need to know what it looks like. <laughs> Just show me the numbers. <laughs> wow. I swear to God, I didn't look at the pictures. <clears throat> the, Was that uh, the first time this happened? <laughs> no, actually Peyton said the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It like, I... On pretty much all of Peyton's houses, I've been like, hey, bro, by the way, this is what you're buying. Yeah. And sent him the photos like, to care. look at. 
Yeah, he doesn't care. And every investor is different. Some people, which is why I wanted to ask you too, like, why did you pick the house that you picked? Some people want, I want three bedroom, two bath, 150K or more. That's their, that's their thing. Mm. For other people, it's more about the cash on cash return needs to be a certain amount or the cash flow needs to be a certain amount right. or I only want this market. There's a lot of investors too that don't know what houses to buy. Um, and that's where hopefully I can be helpful, you know, depending on what their particular goals are, we can look at what types of houses would make the most sense for you. Exactly. And I remember you telling me, you were like, I really don't care that much about the cash flow. I just want my money working and knowing that, you know, the asset is going to be worth more and being paid down over time. So for you, that's why we looked at, um, you know, I kind of cherry picked a couple of the houses that were right around 100K mm-hmm. that would meet the requirement of the lender to be over that minimum purchase amount, but also a lower price point so that you could maximize the cash that you have available. Right. You know, because yeah. you'll be set up to buy another one quicker if you're not having to put as much down. Yeah. Which is kind of what I'm doing too. Like the ones that I bought for myself at the end of last year were like 110, you know, lower, lower price points. Right. Uh, So today is actually closing day. Mm -hmm. We're closing today. We are. You don't know how painful the paperwork part is because we're about to get to it. Good thing I did my wrist workouts this morning. (laughs) It's not <clears throat> it's not going to be that painful cuz you mostly just have to sign your your name like 300 times. <laughs> um, and I'll be there to help with any questions and we've got a notary, you know, coming here to the office mm-hmm. and uh, we'll we'll sign everything and then the house fully conveys into your ownership. Uh, we've got tenants applied already to move into the house. Uh, we were chatting about that yesterday. So, yeah. you know, do you have, do you have any like concerns at this point now that like the finish line is here? We're about to sign the papers, getting yeah. the house rented out. No, I'm really not. No, like I'm pretty just chill about the whole situation because I know that like one Peyton's bought like what six houses from you. Mm-hmm. I've seen multiple traffic and funnels clients buy houses from you. Mm-hmm. Everybody's happy. So I'm assuming they're making money or they wouldn't be happy. Yeah. And it's like, let's just do it. And the money's just sitting in my account anyway. Right. Also, like when I see how much money I have in my account now, it makes me work less hard. So now that I'm about to take all this money out of my account, I'll probably push a lot harder yeah. when it comes to generating more income. Because you don't have more the active cushion income. There. Yeah. And, you know, full disclosure, like occasionally things don't go always according to plan. Like we had your first house didn't go totally according to plan. Mm -hmm. You do sit behind me. So you may or may not occasionally overhear when like I'm helping a client solve a problem, you know, and that's something that we're here to help with, advise with. If six months down the road, you do have an issue you know, we're always, we're here for to sure. help if, if something doesn't go according to plan. 
Um, and like the team is like, there's like 10 more people on the team mm -hmm. than there was even mm -hmm. six months ago. Yeah. So it's like the level of support that you have behind you to make sure, like not everything's going to be on your plate. You can kind of yeah. distribute the, the responsibilities and make sure. We, we've All yeah we've added and, a ton of people yeah. to our staff to really help support all of our investors and the properties that we hold as well. Right. You know, the more that we're growing, um, the more infrastructure we need here mm -hmm. in place. Do you remember, like, before we got started, did you ask, I, I can't even remember, did you ask me any questions about risk mitigation or is that anything that you really... That you thought about well i think i was talking to you about like should i put my money in the fund or should i put my money in just a property and it's like for the fund you got to have more cash but it is more hedged right because it's pretty much guaranteed with an individual property obviously i'm taking more risk but it's a lower buy-in and the return is a bit more mm -hmm. so it's like there's benefits positives and negatives to both and like for me like i think it's what 100k to get in the fund so it's like i'd rather just get in earlier mm -hmm. and take a little bit more risk with a little more return mm -hmm. than wait till i have 100k stacked up yeah to hop in the fund and you know big a couple big differences there too is like the fund is not always open when it is mm -hmm. you're absolutely right it's 100k minimum yeah. and that's like that's a one straight return versus with the property you've got opportunities for tax savings you're getting equity over time yeah. the house is appreciating you're yeah. getting the the positive cash flow so um also i mean like aren't isn't every single house have a tenant that you guys have pretty much like a really high rate and the percentage yeah, of mean, rent that's been paid is like ridiculously high. So it's like, yeah, like through COVID, for example, yeah. we collected 90% of our rents, which is yeah. amazing compared right. to what's happened, you know, nationwide. Um, occasionally we do have a house that takes longer than normal to get rented out. Um, that's less common than getting a tenant in place in 30 days, right. and especially now that we've added, you know, a property management concierge here on the team. Um, you know, one of our big goals is to make sure that we stay on top of those vacancy numbers. Cause that's whether it's us or you, like nobody's making money until the property is rented. Right. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, occasionally there's a house that might take longer than average to get rented, but we've been, you know, just looking at how much rent we've collected throughout COVID for the portfolio and our investors, like we have done so much better than pretty much everybody else in the industry yeah. that I know of. So yeah. that's pretty spectacular. Yeah. Pumped about that. Do you think being here in the office with us makes you more comfortable than the of average course. bear? Yeah, yeah, of course. Right. And like, I understand when you're not here and haven't seen the growth and seen the expansion they're making, like, it, I'm sure there's skepticism out there with everything, right? But like, one, I see Taylor every day. Yeah. I see his brother who's buying the houses. I see how much income on the on the sales team at Traffic and Funnels has gone up. Um, I see our clients at Traffic and Funnels 
always crushing it. Mm -hmm. I see the wealth cap team continuously growing. So obviously that just tells me things are going well. It's working. People are happy and money is being made or there wouldn't be growth. Um, But yeah, obviously the security of me seeing this every day, it's just normal for me. Yeah. Like this is what we do. Yeah, exactly. I work here, I make money and then I buy houses. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, I I had a a consultation um, today and just a couple days ago with somebody that actually found us on Apple podcast. Really? Like randomly started listening to the podcast. He's, you know, been, I think he's listened to all the episodes now. And uh, we had a second talk today about like, he's totally new to who we are. And uh, I just, you know, really kind of started thinking about how easy it is for somebody like you to not look at the pictures, not look at anything and just say, hey, Devin, what should I do? Yeah. You know, and a lot of <laughs> a lot of our investors are like that, especially after they, you know, they do a call or two with me and kind of figure out like, you know, I'm here to help you. Um, but for anybody who's watching or listening, if you're totally green, you know, to who we are, just pay attention for a little while and talk to other investors that are that are in the group or that yeah. have that have had houses with us for a little while and uh you know, I'm happy to talk about when things go wrong. Yeah. Because occasionally things don't go 100% according to plan. Yeah. Like, it's not perfect, right? And just like at TNF, right? Like, yeah. Nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. But understanding, like, understanding what the risks are, mitigating them, and then asking yourself the question is this, does the risk outweigh, you know, like, is, does doing it make more sense than not doing it? Right. And if the answer of is course. yes, then you, you know, then you can move forward. There's no such thing as no risk in any investment at all. But um, I'm really excited for you Me to too. get your to get your first house. If yeah. you could, if you could go back in time and start over, what things would you do differently? Um. Well, I think like look at the pictures love Josh (laughs) wouldn't look at the pictures love Josh and I do want to split houses with them in the future but I wish I could have foreseen like the circumstance where we couldn't Mm. right because then I just would have done everything under my own personal LLC and that would have made things easier um nah probably still won't look at the pictures to be honest with you okay um because for you it's just about the return you have no emotion in it at all yeah for sure you're a super analytical type anyway like that's I want to make money. Yeah. I want to put my money somewhere where I it makes me more money. That's all I care about. I don't care if the walls are white or gray or purple, you know. They're not purple. Yeah. I no, <laughs> even though you probably suggested yeah, that. <laughs> nobody asked me. Um actually, I mean the walls most of the time the walls are white or gray. Like those are kind of our colors. Yeah. Um I think the biggest thing that I learned is like yeah, I probably just would have also listened to you sooner and moved a little bit faster. Mm. And the biggest lesson for me is like, if I just would have worked harder last year, maybe I could be buying two houses right now. Mm. Wow. You know? So that's what I got out of it. But in terms of like the process, like I thought it was pretty smooth. It wasn't that painful for me. It's probably more painful for you. Yes. <laughs> dealing with the people you have to deal with. <laughs> but for me, it was like, what do I got to do, Devin? And you're like, go do this. 
And then two weeks later, I do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in that regard, too, you actually are a... Um, you're a pretty easy client to work with yeah, because I'm the easiest. <laughs> you you just wanted to know like, hey, what should I do? Yeah. Uh, do I need to do anything about this? And and very responsive. Um, and uh, I mean, it's normal to have so many a lot of questions on your on your first one. Definitely. You you really didn't have that many questions. But you were very low maintenance. Honestly, once you sent me the spreadsheet and told me what I had to do, I was like, all right, well, this looks like a good investment. Um, even if it doesn't get rented out, it's not going to make me homeless, right? right? I can handle it. The right. downside is not that bad. Right. And the upside is really good. And if I hang on to it for five years, the profit is really good with the equity that I've built up. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it just, it was a no brainer for me. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So other than make more money last year so you could buy another one. Uh, anything else that you would do differently or like piece of advice that you would want to give somebody who's thinking about getting started in real estate investing or kind of on the fence? Um, that's a good question. I, I think the, obviously the best way to make a decision is just know the options that are out there and understand the downside and the risk associated with that. And it's like, I don't know any other types of investing. So I kind of just looked at this and thought it made sense because I'm here. But like, I would just look at the opportunities that Devin has and our team has and, and take their advice and make a decision from that, you know? But like, I don't think I, I, don't, I wouldn't do anything differently. I'm glad that we're doing it. I'm glad I have no that we're buyer's doing it. remorse at all. That's awesome. So. I'm I'm super excited, and uh, we've got an appointment in just a couple minutes to go sign the paper. So you're gonna get to take some photos. <laughs> I get with a photo me. of that. Yeah, and wow. it's on video. You nice. know, now to smile for the camera. Say hey. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so we're gonna sign all the closing papers. The house will fully convey into your name. And then next step is just to get the leases signed. We've got showings going already. And, mm -hmm. you know, Samantha is going to hold your hand through that. And I mm. still sit behind you so you can always turn around and be like, Devin, what does this mean? And yeah. uh, I will be there to help you. And anybody that's, you know, watching or listening, I'm there to help you guys as well. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I didn't <clears throat> see any questions from the audience really pop up. Uh, so for you guys that are watching or listening, if you want to hop on a call and learn a little bit more about our process or talk about a plan to see what would make sense for you, uh, you can find my calendar wealthcapholdings.com backslash waitlist. We can jump on a call and chat about anything that you like. Um, so thank you, Nick, yeah. for your time Thanks today. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. It has been fun. We're going to go sign like 400 pages of awesome. documents. And Josh is going to be pissed at me for not working today. Nah, oh, well, <laughs> that's all right. You're, yeah. you're creating wealth in a different way. Exactly. Other than making sales, you're, you're buying houses. I'm leading the team right now, so it's fine. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody, for, uh, for tuning in. Love you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya. Thanks for listening. Discover how you can start building wealth with real estate, even without experience, in our free book, Why Real Estate and How to Get Started by visiting wealthcapholdings.com slash book. That's wealthcapholdings.com slash book.